Hello, I'm Dr. Jonathan Barker, pastor here at Amazing Grace Baptist Church in Mount Airy, North Carolina. I would like to personally thank you for taking out time today to tune in to our preaching podcast. We hope that this message will be a great encouragement to your heart today. Uh, next week is Valentine's Week. Is that right? It got, boy, I know what I'm going to preach on tonight. I know exactly what I'm going to preach on. I'm telling you where y'all looking, but anyhow, I love being married. I'll be married 53 years this year, and uh, I love it. I sure do. I don't know what I'd do without my wife, and she don't know what she would do without me. And uh, So we decided we're going to ride this thing out together, and uh, we're waiting on the trump of God to sound. Amen. And, uh, but I do enjoy being married. This couple will celebrate their 50th anniversary in the fellowship building at church. And boy, the wife was smiling. Everybody was uh, having a good time. And they looked over to her husband, and he was crying. Somebody asked him, said, why, what's wrong with you? Why, why are you crying? And he replied, the husband replied by saying, 50 years ago, her daddy, talking about his wife, held a gun to my head and said, if you don't marry her, we're going to put you in jail for 50 years. And he said, if I'd have listened to him tomorrow, I'd be free. <laughs> I thought that was quite funny. During a funeral service, I'm, I'm going to put the church name on here so I won't tell he's here again. During, during, during a funeral service, the pallbearers accidentally bumped the wall, taking the coffin out. And as they was going out and bumped the wall, they heard a moan, a cry from within the coffin. Brother Josh opened the coffin up, and lo and behold, the woman was still alive and lived ten more years. Ten years later, she died. And uh, they was having the funeral, taking the coffin out, the husband following the coffin out. And when he got back close to the door where the wall was closed, he said, watch out, wall! <laughs> but anyhow, that, uh, so much for that crazy stuff. Exodus chapter 21, I want you to look with me tonight. And uh, Exodus 21, man, I am so excited about what's going on at Amazing Grace. And uh, I don't get to come much, but I do enjoy what's going on here. And I said it to somebody the other day, and I really mean what I'm getting ready to say. Uh, almost 40 years of pastoring. And uh, during those 40 years, I don't know how many buildings I had the opportunity to oversee and be a part of and help build. I know in 1997, I built my life's auditorium at Turner's Creek. And uh, that, was a, that was an adventure. That was a, that was a job. I, of course, we built the retirement home there, the gym there, and all those buildings and so on and so forth and finished up the uh, Jim and all where I was at before I went into evangelism again. So I, I, I've had the opportunity to be around church building a good bit. I had the opportunity overseeing a good bit of it the, the years I pastured. But you know what? And I mean what I'm getting ready to say. I don't think I've ever was excited as much then as I am now for my pastor and my son. I'm excited for him. I mean that with all my heart. I'm excited about the church, excited what the Lord's doing here. And uh, my wife don't always get to go with me. She goes with me most of the time, 99% of the time. And I'll ask her, i say, how was it? She said, men want to know where anybody said. Church was full Sunday. And uh, that is so good. And I, I'm excited for you and him. 
and myself, because I'm a member here, about what's going on here, this new building. And I went over and looked a while ago. It's the first time I've been in it lately. It looks twice as big. And, uh, man, I, I thought it'd seat maybe 500. I believe it's going to seat 1,000. And uh, it's, it's, it's big. Amen. So anyhow, I, I don't know how many it's going to seat. But anyhow, uh, inspector may be watching this, so I better hush. <laughs> and it's not supposed to seat that many people. But anyhow, I am excited about it. And uh, I can't wait till it's done. And I know you can't. And uh, praise God for it. I like what you said, Brother Josh. We need to fill them vans up. Fill them full. Then go get some more. Amen? And uh, fill them up for the glory of God. I want you to look with me tonight in the book of Exodus chapter 21. And uh, I have a message I preach out here quite often. I preach it all across the country. But I've never, I don't think I've ever preached. If I did, it would have been 15 years ago, 10 years ago. Uh, what I'm getting ready to say to you tonight out of this scripture. Normally I talk about the Hebrew servant. When I read these verses here and talk about the Hebrew servant. But I'm not going to deal with the Hebrew servant tonight. I want to deal with something else. And trust the Lord will speak to our hearts out of this tonight. I, I want to say this tonight and I'll say it again when I get done preaching tonight. There's an all out war and an all out attempt on the home today. You'd put that down. I'll promise you that. And the devil do everything he can to destroy your home and destroy your marriage. And I'll say this to you tonight. It doesn't matter how long you've been married. Well, you've been married six months or a year or five years or ten years or 25 or 30 years or 50 years. Are you listening? It doesn't matter. If he can divide your home and mess your relationship up, you and your wife, I'll promise you he'll be real happy if he can do that. And I mean that with all my heart. And I can't carry on about being married all the time. I wouldn't have it any other way. Man alive, I mean that. I wouldn't have it anyway, and I praise the Lord for it tonight. I want you to stand with me, and I will be conscious of the time. <clears throat> I love these verses. I'm sure I probably have preached here out of these verses. I didn't go in the computer and look. I can look and tell you, but I've never preached what I'm getting ready to preach tonight. I know that. Now therefore, Exodus chapter 21, verse number 1, it's the law of the Hebrew servant. Now therefore the judgments which thou shalt set before them, if thou buy a Hebrew servant six years, he shall serve. In the seventh he shall go out free for nothing. If he came in by himself, he shall go out by himself. If he married, if he married then his wife shall go out with him. And if his master have given him a wife, and she have bore him sons or daughters, how the wife and her children shall be her masters, and he shall go out by himself. And if the servant shall plainly say, I love my master, my wife, my children, I will not go out free. Then his master, in verse number six, I shall bring him under the judge, and shall uh, bring him under the judge, and he shall also bring him to the door or under the doorpost. And his master shall bore his year through with an awl, and he shall serve him. Forever. Thank you for sending you to be seated tonight. I want to take these verses tonight and I want to talk to you a few minutes tonight. Uh, Valentine's Day is coming up and I, last night when he asked me if I'd preach tonight, I really was going to come and enjoy the service tonight and uh, listen to him preach because I do love to hear him preach. But uh, when he said that to me last night, I began to think about what in the world am I going to preach? I preach here a lot of times and what am I going to preach? And I've been working on a new message and I, I'll be honest with you, it's not one, it's probably going to be three. And I got thinking last night, how can I condense that down and come in here and preach it tonight? Because I really wanted to preach it tonight. I really wanted to. 
But uh, you better thank the Lord I didn't because you'd probably, we'd go over time. But anyhow, I'm not going to be long tonight. Don't you look here with me this evening. I'll talk to you now on this thought tonight. God's divine order for the home tonight. Did you know God is a God of order? And God has a divine order that we ought to follow. And if we'll follow the divine order that God has for us tonight, I'll promise you this afternoon, everything will be just fine. I studied about this today when I was studying. Did you know the institution, the home, is the first institution that God instituted? He did that before the church. He did that before anything else. I'm going to read several verses tonight. In Genesis chapter number 2, Bible says here, and you see the institution of the home, the start of the home, Genesis chapter 2, verse 21. And the Lord God caused a deep sleep to fall upon Adam. And he slept, and, he, and, and the Bible said, and he took one of his ribs and closed up the flesh instead thereof. And the rib which the Lord uh, God had taken from man, made he a what? Somebody say it. A woman. And, uh, and brought her unto man. You know what I read about that? That's the first mansion of loudspeakers we have in the Bible. But look at verse, next verse. Here we go. I got to get serious. Look at verse 23. And I, that didn't go over good. And Adam said, uh, this is now bone of my bone and flesh of my flesh. And uh, she should be called woman because she was taken, uh, taken out of men. Therefore shall men leave his father and mother and shall cleave unto his wife and they too shall one, be one flesh. That's the first institution. That's the first uh, mention of, on the Bible of the home. And I, again, I want to say this tonight. Uh, it, it's the institution that God instituted. He instituted the home. I instituted the church. I instituted government. Uh, but the first one, of course, here tonight is a home. And here in these verses I read to you tonight is a beautiful picture of a home this evening. And God has a divine order tonight. And if we'll follow the divine order that God has for us tonight, uh, it's a wonderful thing. And I thought about the order, God's order for the church to, or for the home tonight. And there's many places in the Bible you can read about that. Uh, there's many good fathers and many good mothers in the Bible and a lot of good examples of different homes that's found in the Word of God. Now, for instance, I'm not going to go there tonight, but in Ephesians chapter number 5, uh, you have a good, you have a good order there of the home. Uh, Christ is head of the home. Christ head of the church. Christ head of the home. Husband's head of the wife. Wife's being submission to the husband. Our children being submission to the ch- uh, parents. And every bit of that found there in Ephesians chapter 5, and also in the book of Colossians, he makes mention of that tonight. But in these verses here tonight, I won't be long, but I'll pick out two or three things here about the home tonight. God's divine order for the home this evening. And again, let me just say this tonight. God always has an order. And when you do it God's way, it's always right. And I believe we can see that in these verses here tonight. In these verses tonight, don't you see, first of all tonight, don't you see the origin of the relationship? Uh, the origin of the relationship between the husband and wife tonight. Uh, the origin of the relationship. Notice, if we'll please, in verse 4. Bible said, His master have given him a wife. Now, let me just say this about that tonight. Uh, the origin of the relationship tonight, it starts with the master. And if it doesn't start with the master, it's not going to last. I need some help. Are y'all hearing me preach? If it doesn't start with the master, it's not going to... Look at verse 4. And his master have given him a wife, and she have bore him sons or daughters, and the wife, sons and daughters, and the wife of her children shall be her master, and he shall go out free by himself. That is, the servant shall go out free. But notice this tonight. How the master had given him a wife. And I'll say this to you this evening. How the origin of the relationship tonight, it's got to start with the master this evening. If your home's not built on that tonight, it will not last tonight. 
And uh, I like this verse right here. Bible said in the book of Psalms, chapter 127, Psalm 127, listen to this verse. Verse number one, except the Lord, except the Lord build a house, they labor in vain that build it. Except the, uh, uh, except the Lord build a house, they labor in vain that build it. And may I say to you tonight, the origin of the home that's in the relationship, uh, it has to be the Lord. Uh, the master gave the lady, the wife, uh, to the man there. Now, I'll just say this evening, now, so it is with you now this evening. Uh, the origin of our marriage tonight and the origin of our home tonight, it has to be built on God. Except the Lord build a house, uh, they that labor, labor in vain. Now, I'll just say this evening, now, oh my, how very important that is tonight. If your house is not built on Christ, uh, your relationship is not built on Christ, it's not going to last. Listen to these verses right here. Bible said in Matthew chapter number 7, listen to verse 24. Whosoever therefore shall hear, this, hear these sayings of mine and doeth them, I will liken them unto a wise man, how which built his house upon a rock. I want to ask you a question. What's your house built on tonight? If it's not built on a rock, it's not going to last. And uh, it's built on a rock. Shall be like a build its house upon a rock. And the rains descended, and the floods come, and the winds beat upon the house, and it fell not because it was founded upon rock. I'll tell you something now. The storm is going to come. The wind's going to come. The rain is going to descend. The wind is going to blow. The lightning's going to flash. And the thunder's going to roll on your home tonight. Now I'll say this to you now. If it's not built on the rock, hello, if it's not built on the rock, I'll promise you this afternoon, it's not going to last. Uh, the origin of this relationship is simply the fact that uh, the master gave the wife to him. And I'll just say this to you tonight. Uh, God gave me my wife. There's no doubt about that tonight. I got saved three months, uh, right out three months before we got married. I got saved in October, we got married in December. I gave her a diamond on Christmas Day, uh, 1970, Christmas Day. The last day of that year we got married. That's five days later if you can't figure that out. And uh, we don't believe in long engagements. And uh, so five days later we got married. Y'all don't believe, uh, raise your hand if I'm telling the truth. Honey, we did, I'm just preaching right now, so help me. <laughs> seven days. Everybody get it? Anybody miss it? Hey, you on the internet? Seven days. <laughs> but here, seven days later, we got married. And I'll just say this to you. I didn't know, I didn't, I didn't have a foggiest idea about the will of God, and I got married. I sure did. I got saved in October, but I wasn't in church like I ought to be. And I wasn't living for God like I ought to be. She got saved before I did. And I didn't pray about getting married. And, and I'll tell you something tonight. It's a miracle that we're still together. Uh, especially those first few years we was married. And uh, I'm telling you, uh, of course, we got, I, I, I knew she couldn't go home because when she married me, her mother told her she wasn't coming back. So I, I, and I knew she wasn't going nowhere else. So here's what I, I'm preaching. But here, listen to me. Uh, it's got to be built on the rock tonight. Uh, the origin of this relationship tonight, it has to be on the rock. Jesus said the rains descend and the flood come and the wind blew and it did not fall because it was founded on the rock. I'm saying your relationship tonight between husband and wife, hey, it all be built on the rock tonight. Thank God, listen to me, that's a solid foundation and it all be built on the rock. Let's read the rest of the verse. Bible said also in verse 25, and the rains descended, I'm in Matthew 7, and the rains descended and the winds blew. I, 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 and beat upon the house, and it fell not because it was founded on rock. And I want to say this one more time before I read the rest of that. 
If it's not, here's what's going to happen. Look at verse 26. And everyone that heareth these sayings of mine and doeth them shall be like unto a foot. Uh, let's read the verse right. And everyone of them that heareth these sayings of mine and doeth them not, watch this part, shall be like unto a foolish man which built his house upon a sand. And the rains descended and the floods came and the wind blew and beat upon the house and it fell. Anybody see the last part of that verse? And what was it? Great was the fall. You know why? Because it wasn't built on the right thing. It wasn't built on the right person. And I'll just say this to you tonight. In this text here tonight, he said, if our master has given you a wife, aren't you glad the master will give you a wife one day? I'm telling you, I said, well, to be thankful tonight, thank God. Hey, the master will give us our wife tonight. And, I, and again, listen to me. If your home and your relationship's not built on that, it won't last. If it lasts, it'll be a miracle. It'll be a real miracle if it lasts. That's what I'm saying to you tonight. Uh, the, the origin of it, the relationship tonight, the master give it. Five times in these two verses here, uh, Exodus 21, verse 4, 5, 6, five times he talks about the master. And I'll tell you tonight, the key to the marriage tonight is the master tonight. It's not finances tonight. Uh, it's not houses and land tonight. Uh, it's not materialistic things tonight. I say, listen to me now. Oh, hear me, hear me well tonight. Hey, the secret to a happy home and a happy marriage, thank God. It must be founded up on the rock. Are you listening? So you see, first of all, in this text tonight, uh, we see the origin of the relationship. But then don't you see the operation? How uh, the operation, or, or not the operation, but the obligation. The obligation of this relationship. The obligation relationship. Look at verse number five. And, and I mean, everybody with me? I'm in Exodus 21. Look at verse five. And if the servant shall plainly say, I love my master, my wife, my children, I will not go out free. Notice the obligation. He says, I love my master. And I'll say this to you now. Notice the order that is given. He said, I love my master, my wife, my children. And I'll say tonight, that's the right order tonight. I love my master. And I'll say this to you now, I love my wife, but I love the Lord more. And, and I'll say this to you now, I love my children, but I love my wife and the Lord more than I do them. Boy, that went over real good. That's the right relationship. You say, don't you love your boy? Sometimes. But listen to me, you know better than that. Uh, listen to me now. I'm telling you this evening, uh, the obligation is to love tonight. And notice in the text tonight, uh, he said, I love my master. I love my master. And I'll say this to you tonight. If you love your master right, everything else will be right. Uh, if that relationship is right, I'll promise you the rest ought to be right. You put him first and I'll promise you everything else will be right. Uh, my son is my son. My daughter is my daughter. Uh, our pastor and his wife's been married now for 35 years, I guess, 40. And uh, he married a young woman. But listen, and, and now they've been married. How many years y'all been married? Sure enough. 24 years. How many years Jeremy and Rebecca been married? 26. And I'll, I'll just say this to you tonight. I pray for them as much or more now than I ever have in my life. Because I know what the devil can do to their marriage. I know what the devil can do to their home. You'll say, you're talking about our pastor. Yeah, I know exactly what I'm talking about. And I know how it feels to pastor, and I know how it feels to have the pressure of the devil on you. Uh, you see, no home is exempt from the devil tonight. And I'll promise you this, I'll promise you tonight the pressure. So I will say to you tonight, and, I, and here's what I pray. Lord, please, 
Help my pastor, help my son stay fresh in love with you. And Lord, help Leslie stay fresh in love with you. And Lord, help Jeremy stay fresh in love with you. And Lord, help Rebecca stay fresh in love with you because I know this. If that's right, everything else is good. Hello, I'm telling the truth. And, and, and then the obligation is simply this tonight. He said, I love my master. I love my master. I thought about this verse today, and I shouldn't read it because I don't have time. But in 1 Corinthians chapter number 13, uh, this is a good verse. Though I speak with tongues of men, and have not char- though I speak with tongues of men of angels, and have not charity, I become a sounding brass and tinkling cymbal. I don't care how you talk. I don't care how slick you can talk. I, I don't care how many languages you speak. But if love's not right, nothing else will be right. He says in the second verse, And though I have the gift of prophecy, and understand all mysteries, and all knowledge, and though I, I have faith, I could remove mountains and have not charity, it profit me nothing. And, uh, and though I bestow all my goods to feed the poor, and he goes on and talks about several things, and have not charity. Listen to me now. That love for the master, that love for the master, if that's right, everything else will be right. I'm telling you, he says here in the text here, I love my master. Uh, the servant said, I'm not going anywhere. My master's been good to me. I love my master. And because I love my master, I'm not going anywhere. And I'll say tonight, I, I, the, uh, our relationship tonight, uh, that obligation, if we love the master, I'm telling you, that makes all the difference in the world. If we love the master, i never done a lot of this. When I pastored uh, almost 40 years, I, I didn't do a whole lot of this. I'd have people call me and say, do you ever cancel couples? I said, I do Sunday morning and Sunday night and Wednesday night. Uh, I said, they said, well, when can we get an appointment? I said, well, church starts Sunday morning at 10, Sunday night at 6, Wednesday night at 7. You know what I found out about canceling? Are you listening to me? 90% of my canceling was done right here behind this pulpit. And I'm telling you, listen to me. And that sometimes when they come and they're fighting and they're cussing and they're carrying on and wanting to separate, they ain't going to listen you to start with. Uh, they've already got their mind made up. Y'all don't know nothing about that. But here, here, I, here's the problem. It's a love problem tonight. It's a love problem. Begin, he said, I love my master. I love my ma-. Notice, Notice the verse again. Watch this verse. Bible says in verse 5, And the servant shall plainly say, I love my master. Now notice the order my wife, my children. And by the way, that's the right order. God first, wife, children, that's the right order. And may I say this to you now? And then what comes out of that is the place wherever you're serving. Can I, can I make a statement real quick tonight? I have seen this happen. And it's just the grace of God it didn't happen in my life when I pastored. And by the way, if I could redo anything in the ministry, looking back all those years of preaching, Looking back on my ministry all those years, if I could do anything different, there's probably one thing I'd change. You say, what's that? I probably would have given my family more time than what I did. And, 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 and now, I, I, are you listening to me? I know this homes, and I know this preacher's homes tonight is in trouble because they put the ministry and the church above the family. And I, I, that's not the way it's supposed to be. Here's the order tonight. God, wife, children, service. Are you listening to me? That's the order right there. And uh, God, wife, children, then church service. Are you listening? That's the order. You say, well, you didn't love your church. I, listen, if you don't keep that, and I, again, I know where there's homes tonight, and I know where there's churches tonight, and I know where there's pastors tonight, and their home tonight is, uh, is in trouble because of that very thing. 
Uh, oh my, hear me tonight. One of the greatest preachers I've ever heard in my life was Dr. W. Jack Hudson. Pull him up on the internet. Pull that message up, play and hurt. He started the Northside Baptist Church in Charlotte uh, back in the 50s, one of the largest independent Baptist churches in North Carolina for years. And he's in heaven tonight. And I heard him make this statement. He said, if I could redo it over, I, I'd do it different about my family. Uh, and, and when I was a young preacher, I thought I, thought I was doing the right thing. I really thought, I mean, I mean you got, but listen to me. You lose your wife, you ain't going to have a ministry. You lose your family, you're not going to have a ministry. And so I'm going to say this to you now real quick. The obligation, he said, I love my master. Then he said, I love my wife. Then he said, I love my children. And I'll say this real quick before I move. If you get the first one right, the other two will fall right in place. Huh? You love him and everything else will be all right. I promise you that tonight. You love him and everything else will be just fine. And uh, husbands, love your wives, even as Christ loved the church. But if you love God first and, uh, and love her, and that, I'm telling you, uh, that's our obligation tonight. I love my mind. I want to ask you a question real quick. Do you love the Lord? If that's not right, nothing else will be right. Do you love him? Uh, uh, listen to me. The older I get, the more I realize tonight how wonderful he is. Sweeter gets the journey every day. Serving Jesus really does pay. I just hear my daddy say that, and he talked about, you know, the older he got, how sweet it would get, and he was one day close to home. I thought, yeah, he's just an old man. Now I'm an old man, and I know he's telling it right. Amen. I love it tonight. I love him tonight. And because I love him, all these other things underneath that will fall right in place. Hey, sir, put your home on the, uh, on the rock tonight, the Lord Jesus tonight. Hey, hear me, hear me well tonight. If it's not founded on a rock, it will not last. The origin, I love my master. It's got to be founded on him tonight. Then I'll give you something else out of this text. You don't want to see the origin of the relationship. You see the obligation we're to love, we love him. And when we love him, the wife and everything else fall around. But then the outcome of this tonight. You know what the outcome of this is? The outcome is heaven on earth. It's not hell on earth. It's heaven on earth. It's, not pro it's heaven on earth. I, I, I love. I love being married. I love my family. And I will tell you, it's almost like heaven on earth when all of our family comes home. We love it. I, our Rebecca and Jeremy, they'll, Jeremiah and Brianna will say, are y'all ready for this? Yes, we're ready for this. Bring them all. Bring them all. And uh, I mean, Madeline over here, she's the meanest granddaughter I got, but other than her, we get by pretty good. Are you listening? And we got five grandchildren. Now we got five great-grandchildren. I've got double grace, five-five. <laughs> are you listening to me? And, and man, it's, it's just like hell on earth. They came home for Christmas. They all was there for Christmas. And I love it, man. I love it. I didn't understand this. We need to go see my wife's daddy and mom. I wish I could go see him tonight. But we used to go see him and her daddy just say this. I didn't understand it. I was young, foolish, wanting to go. Thought I had to be somewhere. He'd say to Jan sometime, can y'all not stay just a little bit longer? And uh, I, I say that to Jonathan, but it don't mean to make a bit of difference. He just, are you listening? I want to say, look, it's like, listen, the outcome of this thing is when that, when that is right, when the husband, when that relationship to God is right, your love's right towards him, your love towards your wife to be right, your love towards your children to be right. I hear, make, I hear fellas make this statement. I disagree with it. I just, I just flat disagree with it. But say one thing, I'll tell you one thing, bless God, I love him, grandbaby's coming, but I sure like seeing them taillights go up the driveway. I don't. 
I'm going to stay all night. I'm going to stay with me. And uh, I don't want them to leave. And when they come, I mean that. You listen, friend, you better love your family. There'll be a day you might not have nobody but your family. And I will say this to you tonight. The outcome of that is heaven on earth. And by the way, that's, that, was the, uh, that was the description that Paul gives us. He said, husbands, love your wife even as Christ loved the church and gave himself for it. And, and when you think about that scripture in Ephesians chapter 5, verse 24, 25, 26, uh, that relationship between the church and, 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 the, and the Lord Jesus tonight. You know how it is when you get in a real good service? I mean, man, you get in here and it's so foggy. I'm telling you, God's in here. I'm telling you, it's unreal. Y'all know what I'm talking about, don't you? Why do you always have when I ain't here? But anyhow, uh, you, you have, and I, I'll call a preacher. I'll say, How'd it go? You ain't going to believe this. I, I can't tell you. It breaks my heart. I want to be here when it's happening. Uh, but, but here's what I want to say to you. Uh, you know how the relationship is. Man, you get in here, God's a moving. Uh, you're just having a time. You, you, don't, you ain't worried about 12 o'clock time. You're not worried about anything. You're just enjoying the fellowship with God and enjoying the communion of the Holy Ghost. That's exactly where the home's supposed to be. That's the same reference that he gives in Ephesians chapter 5. The outcome of the home, it ought to be heaven on earth. And by the way, I'll just say this to you. Husbands, are you ready for this? Are you ready for this? I know what time it is. It's five minutes to seven. Are you listening? Are y'all ready for this? That's Alabama time. But listen, <laughs> listen to this. Listen. If you'd rather be somebody else and rather be down at the store or rather be in the woods hunting or rather be one of your friends than be with your wife, you've got a problem. Now, I'm not against going hunting. I do that myself. I'm not against going down to the store. I go down and get a bottle of pop. If you're in the city limits, I go to get a drink. But listen to me. Listen to me. I'm not against that. But I, don't tell, I know where these guys at tonight. They, they spend more time with the buddies than they do the wife. I didn't marry my buddies. I married that little lady sitting right over there. And I will tell you, there's something wrong with you. There's something wrong with that picture. I, there's something wrong somewhere if it's that way. Are, are you listening to me? And by the way, listen, they, they, there's something bad wrong. If you'd rather be a man being a woman, hello? There's something wrong with that. Can I just dig a little deeper? Could it be the reason they don't want to come home is because when they get home, what they're going to find? If I had a wife that got up every morning and never combed her hair and wore a stupid nightgown around all day long, rank will look like been run over with a tractor and trailer, sat around like that all day long, I'd probably go stay with my buddies too. You women ought to make him want to come home. Hello, are you listening? You, hey, you, you, ought, to, you ought to make him want to come home. I, I'm telling you, friend, mm, I love it. I can't wait to get home. Sunday, my wife did not go with me because of two or three reasons, and, and she was here, and uh, uh, I, I don't like being by myself. It's not good for men to be alone. I hate it, man, I hate it. I sat in the area where the fellowship where I was at in the building where I was staying Sunday. Sunday afternoon, we went, I hated it. Man, I hated it. I'd FaceTime her. Yeah, I would. I'd FaceTime her and I'd talk to her. And uh, not only that, I'd look at her. We got cameras in our house and inside and out. And I'd just, I'd just pull them up and look at her. <laughs> you know what she's doing? Her and the dog? Are you listening? 
Hey, ladies, listen to me. I've got to close. You ought to make it special for him. I never will forget this. Years ago, I'd go to the mission field. I'd go overseas, and I'd be gone. I'd be overseas somewhere on a mission field for weeks. Sometimes I'd be gone two weeks almost sometime when I'd go to Europe. And, buddy, when i come home, mm, she'd meet me at the airport. I'm telling, listen, friend, little paint help any old barn. She'd have all that pretty stuff on. Pretty dress, pretty dress. I'm preaching, sir. Have that, per- <laughs> have that pretty dress on. When I'd get home, you know what she'd always have? A cherry yum yum. Hey! Oh, y'all, she, listen, friend, I'd get a ticket going home. I couldn't wait to get home, but you ought to make it special for it. Are you listening to me now? You say, well, preacher, you're just an old man. She's an older lady. Yeah, but I want to tell you, I'm going to hush right there. Are you listening? I started to say something. I'm not going to say it. Are you listening? I love going home. I love being my wife. The outcome of this relationship, it ought to be heaven on earth. You got the outcome of the relationship. You got the origin of the relationship. You got the obligation of the relationship. But then there's the opposition. The opposition. Listen to me. There's never been an all-out war more than right now. That's on the home. I'm talking about from the White House to the poor house. Are you listening to me? This garbage that's going on in this world, the liberals, the, the liberal media, uh, the liberals tonight and uh, they they're against the home tonight. Most of them talk about a happy home. I have no idea what a happy home is. Most of them have been married four or five times. And by the way, if you've been involved in a broken relationship, I'm not against you. I'm for you. I'm with you. I want to help you. But I want to say this tonight. Uh, don't listen to that crowd. But listen, if I'm going to get somebody to help me, I'm going to go find somebody that knows what they're talking about. I'm not going to find somebody that's the same boat I'm in. You know, people, they'll listen to Dr. Phil. You may want to pull up on the internet and see how many times he's been married. Are y'all listening to me? Now, I thought I'd get some good looks when I said that, but that's okay. That's not where the answer is at. Let me tell you where the answer is at. The answer is in the house of God and the Word of God. If you need to talk to somebody, talk to that couple sitting right over there. Hey, listen to me. There's never been an all-out war as much right now on the home as there ever been. Oh, my soul, and I think about the homosexual movement. How sick. Something wrong. Dogs don't even do that. How sick. That's pitiful tonight. And I I would dare to say, probably just about everybody in this room, somewhere down the line, you probably got family members somewhere involved in some of that. I found out something the other day about some of my distant family. Thank God not in my immediate family. I don't care who it is. It's sick. And I'll tell you, that relationship, two men, two. He didn't say man leave his father and mother. He said be joined to a woman. A woman in this cross-dressing outfit, LTD crowd, is that what it's called? I don't believe it's LTD, but anyhow. <laughs> Are you listening? Brother Brian, that's not what it's called, is it? It's not, but anyhow. Are, are, are you listening? That ain't a thing in the world but a slam on the home. That's all that is. And, and I want to tell you, we're living in a sick, 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 sick day. How sad. How sad. But I'm glad to tell you tonight, if you'll love your master right, everything else will be okay.
I'll promise you, if you'll love your master right, everything else will be okay. 